So first off, do you have any questions, comments, concerns that that you might have with your Kundalini uh, equation? Uh, anybody? Yes, me, Okay, please, please go ahead and ask your question. Um, that I feel my nerves um, like burning. I feel them very hot. You have hot nails? Is that hot what you're nails. saying? I... My uh, spinal cord. Well, that's normal. That's normal. That's that's nothing to be uh, overly concerned with. I mean, they call it the the divine fire for a reason. It, you know, it doesn't typically burn you, but it will heat you up tremendously. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is the heat won't be measurable on a thermometer. You won't feel this heat on a thermometer. You won't be able to measure it this way but you'll feel it inside your body. You'll feel it coming through your, your skull. You'll feel it in your hands, your arms, your torso. You'll feel it on the bottoms of your feet. You have really, really hot feet for a time. And sometimes this heat will, will uh, go to different areas of the body. So yeah, it'll, 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 it'll move into certain areas of the body or it'll be the whole body that gets hot. And this is a time, Tamer, when you want to really pay attention to your hydration. This is the time when you want to eat watermelon every morning. Every single morning you want to have that watermelon, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, because it has the ingredients that are really the most beneficial for a kundalini entering, for a kundalini person entering into that stage. Mm -hmm. Okay? You understand? And also, there is... Um something uh, is happening here in my sternum in your you... what in your what something is happening in my sternum are you in the shakti pot uh not i actually i tried uh, i tried one time to take shakti but it was uh, it was uh, like very heavy on me but i i am considering to to do it again <laughs> okay okay yeah. but you're not currently in it right no not uh, so with your hot spine, because I am in uh, in pain right now, the kundalini is causing me so much pain. So I'm a little afraid to. Well, wait a minute now. Now, when you say you're in pain, mm -hmm. are you in actual pain? I mean, I don't see you like yelling or screaming on the floor. So I know it's not extreme pain. I think what you're feeling is different, and you're calling that pain. Like you're feeling the temperature, you're feeling the presence of grace, and it's not something that you're used to feeling. It's strange. You don't know what it is. So therefore, it resonates as pain, right? Yeah. Also, I feel um, there's a spot in my spine. I feel like um, very intensive pressure. Like uh, I can't explain it, but there is a very, like something is pushing something. Something's and, um, pushed. Yeah, and in this area, I feel like some tension and pain. Well, uh, this is all good. This is your, your third chakra. It's acting up. That's the right behind your sternum is your third chakra, okay? Third chakra is masculine. 
masculine is hot. Mm-hmm. Just look at me and just go, wow, he's so hot. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, sacred masculine is hot. That's what's giving you the heat right now. That's why you're feeling the pressure behind your sternum. Sacred masculine is doing his part of the job uh, on your body at this point. And it shouldn't be causing you pain. It should be causing you uh, phenomena that you can feel. But I don't think this is painful. This is just something that scares you because you don't know what it is. You don't have control over it. And therefore it's something bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, can Shakti but uh, help uh, um, take it away? Changing this is there. Not take away changing. Or... <laughs> I think it's, uh, I feel unstable here. Like, um, I feel there is uh, something me uh, make me like very like all the time I want to move like like hyperactivity syndrome. I want to move. And you should go. You should go and do that. Go play some tennis. Mm-hmm. Play some basketball. Mm-hmm. Where? What country are you in? I forget. Jerusalem. Ah, Jerusalem. <laughs> I was going to say some very bad things that I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah um in jerusalem i'm not sure you can jog in jerusalem you know go out running somewhere but but be active go out and 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 uh and move around definitely move around um, help help some of the Palestinians in the uh, Gaza Strip, but try not to get shot. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe that's what you could do. That for some excitement, dodge some Israeli bullets. Mm-hmm. You wear a backpack and never <laughs> mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> what can you do that's active in Jerusalem? Like everything. Like what? You mean like sports? Okay, sports. Running, uh, swimming, uh, anything I can do. There is do a it. Do sea, it. You know. Yeah, but I don't want you getting eaten by a shark. Kundalini people resonate a luminous quality that resonates life force. This becomes an attracting, an attractant to all creatures, mm-hmm. right. including including the larger predators. Martins. Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, you want to be careful walking into the jungle as well, because all the mosquitoes, all the butterflies, all the tigers, you know, they'll, they'll kind of know you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, you flavor the air with your luminosity. So that's the thing. Um, Move around. Have the water. Can you get watermelon in Jerusalem? Is is that available? Yeah, yeah, we have many. So have watermelon every day. 
Try to get it organic, though. Don't go for the seedless things. Get the organic, yeah. real watermelon where you have to go around the seeds, all that stuff. Um, and have that every day if you can. Get a watermelon, bring it to your house. Are you a married man? No. Do you have a girlfriend? No, no, no. Okay, well, just make sure you have some cut up and ready to go, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry about the heat. Don't worry about the pressure. You're going to have heat and you're going to have pressures. It's normal to have these things. But it, it causes me like uh, psychological symptoms. Yes, it like, does. Uh, sometimes yes, depression, will. anxiety. Yes, like yes, it will. But you know what it is. Yeah, I know. So you have total control over how you want to respond to it psychologically, emotionally. Mentally, yes. you know how to respond. Yes. Okay. And I want you to feel blessed for having phenomena at all. This is a direct clarification that you actually have the Kundalini. You have the grace. You are a, a divine developing human being. This is a great big deal. Yes. This puts you, you know, on a, on a similar path as, as Christ or or Allah or, uh, you know, Alex. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so this puts you on a very, very, very holy path, and and these are the symptoms of a person who are who is on the holy path, and the thing is is. You have the benefit of a, a vast array of knowledge, a vast array, and it's at your fingertips. It's called the internet, and here we are. Here we are. I'd like to welcome Bryce Kulak uh, and Najmi to the program today. So you have this resource that you're using, even even of this moment. So yeah, uh, Tamer, do the work, my friend. Do the safeties. Put that tongue tip behind your upper front teeth. It's not going to stop the phenomena. You don't want the phenomena to stop. I know it's different. I know it's it's it can be frightening at sometimes, but you don't want the phenomena to stop. You want to go into the phenomena. You want to bless the phenomena you want to really really give yourself completely into that phenomena this is encouraging the kundalini helping the kundalini uh, in a way surrendering to god uh, so that the kundalini can go further and further and change you in areas that are deeper and deeper next time next sunday you're going to come here and your eyes will be glowing You'll have to wear sunglasses just for everybody else. All right. So, and what, what about Shaktipat? The Shaktipat's just going to increase this. Now, granted, the Shaktipat I give does tend to have a balancing effect on people, but it's still not going to, you know, it'll balance out the phenomena, but it won't get rid of it. I hope <laughs> you have to understand 
Kundalini is sentient. It, it, it's self-aware. It, it, it is conscious. And so when it's looking at Tamer and going, hmm, well, I think we need to go into that third chakra now. And this is, let's give a little pressure into the sternum too. So like, little pressure, little pressure there, you know, wake them up there. And this is like, bring some heat up, you know, stoke the campfire there. Ah, yeah, okay. It's burning a little better now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Damer? Right. So this is, your symptoms are all good. Just make sure you stay hydrated. Make sure you take the vitamins. I've got a list of vitamins that I like people to take. It's it's uh, pinned to the top of the uh, Kundalini Awakening exclamation point group. Okay. So that's at least, at the very least, but you can go further with the vitamin C complex. You know, have, you know, take, I take, I take 2000 milligrams of that every day for sure. Sometimes I take up to five, okay? And this has uh, 500 milligrams of bioflavanol. It has uh, 100 milligrams, I think, of hesperidin. It has 50 milligrams of, uh, of uh, another healthy component. I forget what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then to stay hydrated, to, to take a good mineral... Uh, tablet to keep the electrolytes happy in your body. Did I lose Tamer? Where is he at? Wave at me, Tamer, if you're still here. Oh, Tamer left. Well, this is for the rest of you. Keep the uh, vitamin B complex capsule going, vitamin E natural, D natural to sephirol. Uh, get a good complement of selenium. Uh, uh, don't exceed. 200 mcgs or micrograms of selenium don't exceed that uh, stay under that and then complement that with 50 milligrams of zinc those two work synergistically um, don't shampoo your hair every day go every other day or maybe wait three days so that you're not stripping your skin and your hair of the natural oils that they need in order to remain healthy on your body. Uh, make sure you're uh, partaking of superfruits such as bananas, such as avocado, such as pomegranate. Uh, acai is another good one. Coconut oil is another good one. Uh, partake of those uh, internally and in the case of coconut oil, uh, and aloe vera externally. These are all good for your skin, the coconut oil, the aloe vera. And make sure when you're getting the aloe vera that you don't do what Magali does and go to the drugstore and get the pharmaceutical <laughs> aloe vera. <laughs> I want you to go to the health food store and get the actual gel from within the leaf of the aloe plant. Uh, and that it should be like 99% organic. Uh, they don't need to add pesticides to these things. And don't be afraid to take that internally, too. If you feel you got some gut issues, you can drink the aloe vera as well. And it doesn't taste that bad. You know, it doesn't taste that bad. I've, I've done it. I, I, of course, I'm, I'm not going to recommend anything to you that I haven't tried myself. Um, so do these things, Tamer. 
Thank you. These things. You're Thank most you, welcome. You're most welcome, sir. And of course, don't be afraid to eat the meat or conversely, don't be afraid to become a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. and, and definitely let Kundalini pick your food. So yes. for instance, the food that she picks for me in the morning for me is buckwheat uh, porridge. I think they call it in, in the UK porridge. So I get buckwheat porridge as much as possible in the morning because she's this is what she wants me to have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what we get, you know, and, and then uh, with kindness, bananas are put in it or blackberries or things of that nature. So it's very important uh, for you to recognize what she wants you to have and then to follow through with allowing that to occur. No more fast food. No more. Um, I forget what they call those things. Balashas, balages. What is it, Magali? They have them all over the place in Besançon. Those, those uh, Mediterranean dishes. Anyway, uh, try to keep the spices down. Mm -hmm. Try to keep the spices to a minimum if you can. I know people like their spices. Any other questions about that? All right. How many of you are on the Shakti Pot? One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. So for those of you that are on the Shakti Pot, of course, today is fifth chakra day. And so therefore, I want you to communicate your grace. How do you communicate your grace, Alexander? Asking politely and honestly, as deep as we can, just with words, just normally. Just kindness and words. That's right. That's right. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. That's right on target. That is, he's absolutely correct. But you can also do it with a glance, with just like eye contact. You can also do it by just opening a door for somebody. It's communicating your grace, using the fifth chakra area as the communication of the truth of your grace. I could go on and on all day about this chakra. In the Asian system, the fifth chakra is the seventh chakra in the Sanskriti system. Okay, The seventh chakra in the Sanskriti system is, I think, a bit more indicative uh, than, than the fifth chakra. But, but there are, there are uh, components of the fifth chakra as a seventh chakra in the Asian system that I'm not mentioning here. Okay. So yeah, the fifth chakra is very, very, very important. And it it's not just the neck, ladies and gentlemen. It goes all the way up the face, all the way up, just to the outskirts of the sixth chakra, the third eye, which is tonight for me. Working on the third eye of everybody. That's what you got to be very, very careful with that. You don't want people seeing entities all of a sudden. I'm not sure Tamer would like that. Tamer would <laughs> no. especially living in Jerusalem where there's so many of them. <laughs> but all the big cities have them. I mean, there's let's just say there's more spirits without a body than there are spirits in a body. 
And so entities are everywhere. They are everywhere. All right. Um, yes, uh, Alexander, go ahead. Master, uh, because you mentioned throat chakra, um, does singing is helpful somehow with balancing? Yes. Singing is singing's multifaceted in its helpfulness. Uh, singing is a protection. Singing is communicating uh, your devotion, your worship to the divine within you. Uh, singing is a is a definite fifth chakra activity. Definite. Um, I've used it practically my, my whole life. I was one of those obnoxious children that would sing all the time when I was two, three years old. So. <laughs> so. Yes, you can only imagine. So, so uh, yeah, singing is very important, and I'll recommend all of you sing. Now, I've heard that Claudia sings really well in the shower, so there's a good spot right there. <laughs> And I'm just picking on you, Claudia, because you're right there. I can see you. You're right under me. <laughs> so, yeah, singing is is really uh, a happy thing. And it's like Magali. So one of the, one of the uh, practices I have Magali do is to play the guitar. I forced her to play the guitar as my student. I said, okay, this is, I want you to learn the guitar. And uh, before that, she was playing the harp. She was this classical harpist. Right? And she had this huge, huge stand-up harp that she really couldn't take anywhere because it's so big and her car's not that big. And uh, so it was there at the house. And, you know, she's a great harpist. But I think she wanted to expand into other things. You can't really sing with the harp. You can you know, if, if you sing ancient Greek songs, but uh, we needed something that was a little more portable. <laughs> so now she's a rock star. Okay. Now she's a rock star. She's, she's got her bass. Uh, she's got her, uh, her electric guitar and she sings when she practices. That's one of the things I say, okay, I want you to be able to sing with that guitar. And this, this rec represents a dual activity, uh, working with your hands in conjunction with your voice. Uh, so really, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, this wasn't given to her by accident. The Kundalini in me, which is the actual master behind Master Christmas, not me. <laughs> I'm just the puppet. I'm a finger puppet. Okay. But... Uh, this is what was given for her to do. And she's, you've been doing it ever since, right, Magali? Do you want to demonstrate? No, okay. <laughs> all right. So, so for all of you in the, uh, in the Shaktipat, this is your fifth chakra evening for those of you in, in Europe. So don't be afraid to communicate your grace in any of the different ways that we communicate, even sign language, you know, you can communicate your grace. Talking the way you talk to an animal. Let's see, we have a few people here that have dogs. I saw Mr. Alex with his beautiful dog and and uh, it looked like uh, there was a dog with uh, Julia. She has a beautiful dog there too. 
So communicate your grace to the animals. Say hello to a sparrow. Don't be afraid to do out of the normal things, even if you're around normal people. Okay, it's very important that you do these things. I mean, as I mentioned uh, almost every week, uh, your radiance has a very large circumference around you. So even if you're not talking to the people, even if you're just like standing there on a street corner waiting for the light to change or you're standing in a queue in the grocery store or the, or the petrol station, whatever it may be, uh, your radiance is reaching out to people. You need to knowingly do this. Knowingly. Alexander's a postman, right? So he's walking around, you know, he's, he puts his hands on people's letters. You know, puts them in a box, right? Put them in a box. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's putting everybody's letters in a box. He's fingering everybody's letters. He's putting his grace right on the physical item. Every single time, every day, every every work day, I should say, five days a week. And uh, that's a direct communication of his grace. Now, if he's having a bad day and he's touching the people's mail, <laughs> what do you think is happening? <laughs> so, so you have to make sure that you're very balanced when you communicate your grace to people. You've, and, and one of the best ways to balance yourself is forgiveness. You forgive yourself for being angry. And as soon as you do that, you kind of start losing the edge of that anger. Okay. And when people do things that really bother you, you know, like, like uh, you know, they're letting the mail stack up in their box. So it's just like he's got to like shove it in can't get it into the box you know and you just got to be tolerant <laughs> and you've got to forgive them you got to forgive them. maybe they're on vacation they forgot to say something right so you just got to be tolerant and forgiving of people and this will balance out your equation with the kindness and the consideration and the love that you're showing for another person really important thank you master Thank oh, you. you're most welcome, Alexander. And thank you for letting me use you as an example. Um, and with Tamer, Tamer's got the, uh, you know, the pressure in his sternum. He's got the heat in his spine. Greater levels of kindness and consideration will increase that heat. It will increase that pressure. And because, you know, he's a little, like, concerned about it because he's not used to having it, you don't want to like try to prohibit that from happening. You don't want to stop it from happening. You want to, you want to add fuel to that fire. It's it's not going to burn you to the point where you're, you know, oh, you know, but I mean, in the middle of winter, you'll be able to walk into a blizzard naked. That's true. That I've done that multiple times. Okay, so you can do that. Uh but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> You're not hurting anybody. You know, I mean, you want to make sure nobody sees you because then you might hurt somebody, depending on how how cut and buff you are. Uh, but uh, 
you know, you, a guy looks like Tamer. I mean, that could be a great healing for a lot of women. <laughs> Single man. <laughs> all right, all right. Any questions about this now? Any questions? Shaktipat people, I better hear some questions from you. Communicate your grace. Jolanta, Sarah, David, Magali, Julia. Master well, Chris. Yes, sir. Very good, sir. Uh, Thank you, sir. How is Shaktipat going from your perspective? Every Shaktipat I give has similar similarities and differences. This one is very different in the fact that the energy is going in in the front of the person. So it's going in this way, right? But also the energy is going behind them and meeting in the middle in the chakra, in the chakra right there. And this is for everyone. And then that's followed up with a, with a direct pulse on the first chakra that brings like an umbrella of, of red mixed in with, uh, in this case, this day, blue, which forms a purple uh, radiance within the aura. So it's, 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 it's a very beautiful Shakti pot, but it's, I've never done it this way before. And some people are saying it's stronger than, than usual. I'm not quite sure what usual is, but uh, when I give Shakti pot, I'm very detached. I use the pictures, um, but I could just like, I'm looking at Felicia's name right now. I could just look at Felicia S. And I, it'll just go right to her. It's, it's, it is it's omniscient in its knowledge base about people or, and who is being focused on. I can go into Claudia. I can even go into Bryce and he's not even in the room or he's not, you know, in the camera on his, on his computer. So uh, the Shakti pot will always be a reflection and an amplification of what the people are doing for their practice. That's the whole reason that we, we move with the safeties on it. Because if you're not ready for a spinal sweep, that can be a devastating event for you. That'll take you straight to the hospital. Thinking, oh my God, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing Trosty in every room of my house. Trosty's on <laughs> You know, as I get this a lot, I get people going, oh, Master Kritham, don't hold back. <laughs> give me all that you can give. <laughs> and I do. I give you all that I can give for your particular uh, equation. This is why you're allowed to take it over and over and over again, because you can build on that Shakti pot. You can build it. It keeps you on the path. It keeps you going where you need to go um, for your development. It's, it should not be, uh, you, you should not have your head blown off. If you have your head blown off, well, it's going to take you a while to 
to find the pieces of your head and put them back together. Then you have to go to, to Claudia's place, you know, the New Age Salon, and, and uh, she'll help you find the different pieces. Right, Claudia? That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Shakti pot for me, David, is going well. It always goes well. Sometimes it takes longer, like last night. The Shaktipat itself, the actual application is one thing. And then me receiving the inspiration on what she wants me to write about it, that takes a lot longer. It's like last night, it took me almost an hour, you know, from the time that the Shaktipat was applied to the time that I posted a picture and wrote something about it. Now, she leads me to this to to a lyric like uh like on the fourth the fourth chakra uh, uh yesterday uh you know she she led me to huey lewis in the news you know so it's, i was kind of grateful for that it's like oh yeah so so i used his lyric uh you know from his song about love so and I don't usually do that. I mean, I don't think you can go back and look in the group and, and see all the things that I've written about the four chakra. I don't think I've ever used a lyric before. So that was a new thing. I know you're tired, Tina. I know it's late there in, in new in, in Delhi, Delhi, right? Delhi. Yeah. I know it's late there. Uh, um, so I have a question. Um, it's okay. Um, I was wondering next time. You do the Shakti pot. Do not post a picture like that, Michael. Why? It's it's very distracting. So what just, type of picture did I post in? Just right there, just the way your face is, right there. That's what you post. Okay. I'm like, well, how you're is not, this? You're not doing this. <laughs> you're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> all right yeah deal all right thank you um, i won't I was, accept it i sorry about that um i was wondering does it, does it matter um if you're asleep at the time of the um shakti no. no you don't need to be awake uh you can be fast asleep matter of fact most of the people in europe uh when i'm giving the shakti pot they're wide awake uh uh three in the morning is in Ireland is like 10 or 11 in the morning for the Irish uh, and the English. So you guys, unless you're really sleeping in late, uh, you guys probably are up having breakfast or, you know, getting the kids off to school, whatever it may be. Um, but you don't have to be awake to receive it. That's one of the nice things about it. But you'll, you know, you, you'll often receive the results regardless of whether you're sleeping or awake. Uh, like with uh, Sarah, Sarah Livka here, she's she's on the West Coast. So when when I'm giving Shaktipat at 3 a.m., she should be fast asleep. <laughs> but I know her Kundalini may wake her up, uh, you know, at three in the morning, as it often does for people, you know, bringing them into the golden hour consciously 
So, you, you know, that's out of my purview, though. It's, you know, what her kundalini does with her as far as her sleep cycle is between her and her kundalini. I'm not going to uh, give her a wake-up call unless for some reason my kundalini says, yeah, you better give her a wake-up call. Okay. So so uh, with uh, with Anthony, he's a couple hours behind me, so so or ahead of me, ahead of me. So at my 3 o'clock, it's his 5 o'clock. Texas. What is I it? always wake up at five. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's not because of the Shakti Pot. <laughs> or a lot is of it? times it is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so there you go. So, you know, you, you got to take it, take yeah. it from the horse's mouth, as they say in uh, Texas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it is a thing. But you, he doesn't have to be awake. Uh, when I'm giving Shaktipat, like say to Magadhi, she doesn't have to be awake, but she typically is because she's all the way on the east side of France, right next to Switzerland, the, the city of Lucifer, <laughs> Geneva. <laughs> so, so she, you know, she's she's in, she's probably teaching people. She's standing up in front of a classroom. Uh, Having people, having people go, okay, répétez-moi, répétez-moi. We're learning English, répétez-moi. Right? No? It's not how it's done. <laughs> all right, all right. Any more questions about that? Uh, yes, question is in chat no, oh, question oh, oh, is thank in you. Chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, David. <laughs> All right. Felicia's in New York. So Felicia's three hours ahead of me. So my three o'clock is her six o'clock. Let's see. Sarah says, I'm in menopause, so I can never tell whether it's kundalini or hot flashes. Yeah. Flashes, you see. Flashes indicate a, a burst of heat. A burst of heat. Kundalini's a continuous heat. Okay. So that's how you can differentiate it. Yeah, you have the Kundalini, Sarah. And I tell you something the Kundalini, uh, you, you know, in comparison with menopause of the body, the Kundalini takes priority always. And she'll allow, you know, a hot flash to happen. She'll allow those things to happen. But your Kundalini is always going to take priority she is the most important thing going on in your body right now yeah so so yeah yeah and you know and a lot of people a lot of women you know in their in their late 40s early 50s you know they're experiencing the menopause and you know they do get confused and some of them are having hot flashes and they think they have kundalini where they're just having hot flashes you know and some some of the hot flashes are more severe than others so, you know, this is why I'm I'm looking at more than one symptom to DX kundalini activation uh, for people within that uh, demographic, that category of people. Uh, if she's just saying, oh, I'm having sudden heat rushes, and I'm just kind of going, how old are you? You know, and she says, oh, I'm 49. And I said, oh, okay, all right. What else do you have going on? It's not going to be just one thing. 
Okay, so Kundalini hits you on a lot of different levels. You know, so now you have Sarah. Sarah, you know, she's, she's going, ring. She's going, ring. She's going, all these different things, you know. That's a Kundalini symptom. Okay. <clears throat> so moving on here, stop drinking coffee, help me with anxiety. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Alexander. That's absolutely true. Uh, you stop drinking caffeine. I don't care if it's in black tea or coffee or what have you. If it's if you have caffeine in it, your anxiety is going to be magnified tremendously. I had back when I was teaching on Yahoo. I had a guy in Australia. He's a really nice man, very very nice man. He became one of the admins on that group. And I said, and he says, you know, I haven't slept for an entire year. And I was thinking, wow, that can kill you. Uh, and I said, John, you haven't slept for a whole year. I was like, John, what? You remember John uh, Magali? Yeah, yeah. I said, John, I mean, are you? I asked him, I said, are you drinking caffeine? He said, no, I'm not drinking any caffeine. And my Kundalini persisted. And she said, John, are you drinking? any caffeine and he says no i don't drink well okay i have an espresso every sunday with my wife that's that's it that's it the kundalini will take that espresso and amplify it a thousand times and you won't get to sleep for the next for the rest of the week you will not sleep this is why it's so important and i'm looking at marie here and when I met Marie outside of the boxing arena, she's telling me, oh, I love my coffee. I just, I just, my life is not complete without my caffeine. It's just, I just love it so much. I don't want to stop. Right? I drink sometimes. I will drink a rock star like in the middle of the night and go to sleep. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> I'm drinking one right now. I just woke up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, my dear. I'm a lost so, cause. I'm sorry. So you got you can't drink the rock stars. You can't drink the monsters. You can't drink, you know, the serial slayer, whatever, what what whatever they have, you know, that that they try to attract the kids with. Uh, you don't want to drink these caffeinated things. They they start chewing up your organs. I don't know if you've seen some of the examples of what these energy drinks will do to certain substances. Uh, and this is what it's doing to the inside of your body. It will turn a loaf of bread into a hard, rubbery substance that does not decompose. What's that doing to your intestines? You know, you get all these people, you know, having all these problems. It's, oh, you know, the doctor asked him, well, what do you know? I have a monster in the morning. I have a monster for lunch and I have a monster for dinner. You know, and it's like, okay, you're turning into a monster. So <laughs> and it's an addiction too. There's a certain level of addiction there too. These are the energy drinks that mix in taurine and caffeine and uh artificial sugars and other B6, I think they're adding that into just to add energy to a person's life. 
to increase their metabolism artificially. And so, yeah, so people like Marie, you know, they're using it in the morning. It's their wake-up beverage and, you know, all of these things. And they're not the only ones that have wake-up beverages now. Any kind of a wake-up beverage that you get a high from, you know, before you go out and and, do, and live your life, you know, that's you, you, you don't want to use your adrenal system that way. It's just, it's just going to wear it out. Then you'll get adrenal burnout. Then you won't be able to get out of bed for a long time. You will not have the energy because you burned out your adrenal gland. So be very, very careful. I know most of you aren't doing this. And so, you know, I'm not going to belabor the point. Uh, let's see. Bruno Maria says, and I don't see him. There he is. Uh, Master, what are some key aspects that makes one prepared for a spinal sweep? Surrender. Giving yourself in total, complete surrender to what the kundalini is going to make happen. This is a big deal. It's not easy. You start changing your life. At the time uh, when I was, shall we say, being prepared, for the spinal sweep, which I didn't know was coming. Um, she had me doing, uh, she had me doing a very Islamic thing. So I had my prayer rug and I take it out to a park and in, in, in the middle of a city, I take it out to a park and I would do the five Tibetans and people stare at you, you know, but this is where she wanted them done. So I do the five Tibetans and I do the meditation and I would do the meditation and the devotion five times a day. Didn't I didn't have to point, I didn't have to point my head east or anything like that. I just had to be out there in the environment doing it five times a day. And she arranged for me to have a job where I could do that five times a day. Uh, so I was taking care of a of a uh, uh, very successful businessman. Uh, he was the, the CEO of a large restaurant chain. So he's a millionaire, basically. Yeah, but he was a he was like a an 89-year-old millionaire <laughs> when I first started working for him. And his driving, when he would drive a car, it was so scary for his family and for his coworkers that they said, no, 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 you're going to kill somebody else. And he's going, God damn it. I'm not going to, you know, this is how he talked all the time. God damn it. I'm not going to have some asshole driving for me. And I became the asshole, the asshole driver. So, so I'm taking care of this guy, you know, and I have my own office. I have my own car, you know, Lincoln Continental, you know, this is kind of a nice gig, really, if you think about it. I had my own office and my own phone. And, and this is where I started a lot of the Kundalini writings. This is right when I started. She was preparing me to teach. Okay. And uh, but <laughs> finally, you know, he aged enough and, 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 and hurt himself enough through his alcoholism that he had to take uh, uh, hemodialysis every i think every day it became an everyday thing he had to spend five hours on a dialysis machine 
which meant I had five hours to do my practice in a park with my prayer rug. Okay. So his schedule kind of became my schedule. And, and I had to look after him too. I mean, um, some of the doctors that he allowed to see him were just so poor. He was on blood thinners like Coumadin. And uh, he had like a mole that needed to be taken off on the on his back. And this surgeon, this Dr. Cruz, MD, was so lax in his attention that he either forgot or just chose not to read his chart to find out that he was on Coumadin, right? And I said, I told him, I said, you know, this guy's on blood thinners, and he just he totally ignored me because I was just the driver, just the, the aide. You know, they don't they don't listen to you at all. And he practically bled to death in that doctor's chair because of the stupidity of that surgeon. The ambulance was called. Poor Pete had to be loaded up, taken to the ambulance, given blood because of the amount that he lost because dickhead couldn't figure out how to read a chart. This is, this is medicine in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. So FYI. And, 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 and I'm not trying to, to hurt any of you MDs who are listening to this. I'm sure that you don't read the charts either because I've seen it in my own case. But maybe you could use this as, a, as just a little reminder to read the chart. Read the chart. Do your homework before you lay hands on a person. Okay, I'm done with that. So. <laughs> Moving, on. Moving on. So uh, to prepare for the spinal sweep, you have to do your practice. You have to do it. And what will happen is you'll feel her, the sacred feminine, coming into you and modulating that practice. So, you, so you've done your five days or five, five times practice in that day, right? You go home, you're ready for bed, you lay down on the bed. And I knew from, from a long time ago that if I lay flat on my back, put my fingers in position, and just let her direct my breathing, things would really start to happen. So for all of you who are preparing for a spinal sweep, uh, Tamer, Sarah, Trosty, Alexander, Anthony, Magali, um, Michael, probably, Bruno, definitely, David, not quite yet for David, not quite yet, because you have other responsibilities that require your attention, full attention. Um, Vincent can do this now. Um, lay flat on your back, put your finger in position, and bring the silence into you and just listen to what your grace has to say. Now, she's not going to talk to you with words. If you hear words, that's typically an entity, right? So you want to ignore that. She'll talk to you by how your breathing starts to be adjusted, okay? By what she has you do with your eyes, 
what she has you do with your tongue, what she has you do, you know, with your fingers. Um, and you'll start feeling, how should I say it? Um, you'll start feeling a fullness in your chakras. It'll, a fullness in it. Your body will start twitching. You know, you just got to let yourself twitch. Okay. Your eyes here in the corners will start twitching. Um, you'll get twitches along your spine that will kind of force your body to convulse a little bit. And these are all signs of, a, of an impending spinal sweep. Now, when the spinal sweep occurs, it's radically different from anything that she's used to prepare you. Radically different. For me, uh, all the chakras melded or plated together like this. It's just like, so you have a chakra here and a chakra there. And when the spinal sweep occurred, the energy between the two brought them together. So it was like the spinal cord was just one large chakra. Okay. And the, and the top of that chakra, the most powerful part of the chakra was the third eye and the crown. Okay. And then, you know, during the spinal sweep, that's when you feel the uraeus coming out of your forehead doesn't happen for everyone. Okay. Some people have their mouth open really wide and they swing their head back and the energy goes right out of their mouth into the heavens. Yes, Alexander. That's exactly happening, Master. Oh, uh, <clears throat> maybe last few weeks when I will meditate, and I know I don't know if you're talking about the same. Uh, this part is wide open, and my mouth need to be also wide open, and I feel uh, stretching in this uh, in the the neck kind of. Oh, that's that's really good, Alexander. That's really good. So you're making really good progress. So here's the thing now. Uh, if you, um, does everybody are, is everybody familiar with the Fifth Element movie, The Fifth Element? I want you to watch The Fifth Element, and I want you to watch what she does right at the very end. You know when they when they when they get all of the little stones working right, and she leans back. And that energy comes up and out of her. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, except you're not aiming it at a planetoid coming to destroy the world, right? <laughs> you have to kind of release that fictional part of it. Uh, but this is what happens. Now, the other part of it is when the spinal suit comes for other people, something comes straight out the top of their head. Okay, that's how it did with me. And then, of course, I had the, the uraeus come out too. If you're wondering what a uraeus is, it feels like a serpent coming out of your third eye. Literally. Literally. Okay. Your, your third eye opens up really wide, and that serpent just comes straight out. And then you start to know things, and then, you know, then you can never close your eyes and have darkness because it's always lighted behind your eyelid, even in a dark room. Okay. 
And for some of you, you don't have to wait for the spinal sweep for that to occur. That will occur anyway. Trustee, yes, sir. Yeah, I have a question. Like, uh, I had something happening to me with the third eye when if I, it was like a energy bursting out, like a laser, like, and with a <laughs> lot of sound. Does and it make that? Does it make that sound? Yeah. Okay. When I would move, move, I would feel the, you know, the feel the energy move with it. But that that was in the early states when I was, you know, like when it was activating or something. But not, I never not so not so much now. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, you're. That's a third eye. That's a. Uh, third eye stimulation a sixth chakra stimulation uh and there's a lot of energy in the in the sixth chakra and you can how do i say it um i was doing this when i was a little kid i was directing energy from here into another person in order to manipulate what they were thinking <laughs> it sounds terrible i know <laughs> but if i got in trouble with a teacher there was a certain way I could focus my eyes, these lower eyes, mm -hmm. that would focus this eye. Yeah. And uh, it's it's called, uh, what is the word for it? Um, I can't think of it right now. But yeah, yeah, Trusty, this is all good, my friend. Well done. Well done. And uh, you can also direct a healing uh, ray from the sixth chakra into a creature that's that's uh, hurting. I did this with with uh, venomous spiders once. Uh, as a younger person, uh, I saw a venomous spider that was obviously in pain, and I did that. I directed the healing gaze at him, and I was severely rebuked, mm -hmm. severely corrected by the mate of that spider she screamed at me mm -hmm. like don't do that you fool <laughs> so i i pulled back i pulled back really fast and and that venomous mate came down the wall <clears throat> walked over to the mate there and what i had done because i was an idiot is i had interrupted their life cycle okay so you have to be really aware i swear it's a, you know it's like a two-year-old with flying a jet um so so uh you can direct that healing gaze but make sure you know what you're doing with it trust even now trustee you can do this even now yeah. you just have to you have to learn that ocular activity yeah 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 like right now see I if you can see it look at my I've eyes been, yeah. look at my eyes Just i can feel a post guys... right there okay here we go you ready yeah take my glasses off here you see that mm -hmm. whoa it's sing <laughs> i can crack it i can do like a Hey, like a 
Yeah, it's a it's a vibration on the on the actual eyeball. It, it vibrates the entire eyeball, and then it feeds right up into here. So, like one time uh, when all this was happening, I smoked the weed, and my friend he hurt his ankle, like his feet, and I woke up in the middle of the night. But like, remember, I smoked the weed before I went to bed, and I woke up. I felt the energy, I looked at his feet, and I saw something red inside his feet, and and I, I saw like the energy coming through my third eye in his feet, and I remember him waking up, but like, what was this? Did you understand? Was he, was he sleeping next to you? Yeah, and he like, ah, oh, ah. you know. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you about that. Um, I don't suggest you smoke weed. So so getting back to the question about preparing for a spinal sweep, um, do your practice, do the Tibetans. Don't just do the Tibetans. Like so many people who take my Shakti pot, uh, they just do the Tibetans and they think they're following the safeties. You've got to do the forgivenesses. You've got to give the service. You've got to do the meditation. You've got to do the alternate nostril breathing. You've got to do these things. It's not about just spinning around doing the first Tibetan and calling it quits. You've got to take a very, very strong interest in this. And if you don't have a very strong interest, you go, well, I'll just take the Shakti pot from Christmas and everything won't happen automatically. Okay, I, I paid my $300. I better... <laughs> so PayPal, you know, PayPal holds that $300, you know, so it's like, so I can't use it anyway. <laughs> they hold it. Um, and, and so, yeah, you've got to do the work with this or it won't work. It shouldn't work. I hope it doesn't work if you're not willing to do the work. This is called the great work. Kundalini and everything about Kundalini is called the great work. Great work. This is the greatest work that you can do for yourself and for your evolution. Yes, Anthony. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I told you this before, but I had some bad arthritis in my hand. And up, well, it's been very, very difficult for me to put my, any pressure on my hand uh, doing the fourth and fifth Tibetan, I couldn't do it. Um, is, is it your right hand? Is it your right hand? It's my well. It used, like I said before, it used, used, to, used to be to my be, left hand. Used to be your right and then hand. Then went to my right hand, and um, I had that locking finger thing. Well, that finally stopped, but yeah. I still had inflammation and it hurt so much. But just recently, in the last couple of days, I've been able to start doing some of the uh fourth tibetans and the fifth you need, you need to get some yoga blocks or use put your hands in fists when you're doing oh, no. those no <laughs> i can't i can't close my fist my in my right hand because of the inflammation it's it's really something but it's getting better but this i'm a, just limited this is a transitory thing this is not something that will last the fact that it migrated from your left hand to your right hand 
is an obvious clue that this is kundalini induced this is kundalini this is not this is not from the tibetan this is from the grace that you already have activated okay mm-hmm. um if you can you hold a yoga block what is a yoga block go ahead and look that up on amazon okay and they're not they're not expensive so you can probably pick up one for each hand and then do the tibetans with those yoga blocks okay i'll look it up yeah look it up look it up and that goes okay. for for everybody who's listening on the this is not an uncommon uh uh scenario that dr anthony is is describing a lot of people uh you know uh you can get uh, a condition that feels like carpal tunnel uh you can't open your hands you know because because you're hyper stretching the wrist this way when you're when you're putting that much of your full body weight on your wrist, you know, it gets hyper stretched. And so you start to to cut off uh, these areas right here. And they, they, you know, this will give you pain in your hand. Uh, a lot of women have this when they're doing the five Tibetans. I think, Julia, I think you've had this problem, right? Before, no. Magali, has it been you? Look, they're all going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> that one <laughs> so so uh, they use they use their fist uh but if you can't close your hand it's hard to make a fist so i i totally understand what dr anthony is saying so yeah 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 the, i just feel like beaming some of that healing energy into your hand why don't you hold that hand up dr anthony just keep it right there for a second can you feel the pain in it right now? Just nod your head, yes or no. Okay, just a second. So we'll make this a group effort too. This will be fun. Everybody, fingers together. Look right at Dr. Anthony's hand. Okay, look right at the middle of his hand, the palm of his hand. Okay. And then beam from your third eye beam healing energy straight into that hand like a laser on the count of three one two three and stop doesn't take very long. How does your hand feel? Do this. How's it feel, Dr. Anthony? Well, I felt pressure when when you're doing that, but it's yeah. still <laughs> I it's stubborn. So that tells you it's it's not an injury. No, it's not no. it's not an injurious condition. This is something that your grace has planned for you. Here's the same thing. I have the same thing. Um, for the longest time, I had a real big problem with my left Achilles tendon. So much so that I could hardly walk, really. I have crutches here still, just in case it comes back. But then, just lately, she migrated it over to my right Achilles tendon. 
And so for the longest time, I haven't been able to walk very well. And so Julia has been picking up the slack. You know, she's been walking the dogs for me and, you know, doing all the, the different things that I need to do. And, uh, you know, she, she's, she's such a blessing, really, an, an amazing blessing, Julia. Thank you, my dear, publicly. Thank you for, for the work that you do. Um, and just, just lately, that, that pain is beginning to fade. You may have this, ladies and gentlemen. She'll start out on the left and migrate to the right, or she'll start on the right and migrate to the left. There are spots on the body, uh, the Achilles tendon, the bottoms of your feet, your big toe, or what they call the great toe, the big toe on, on either foot, uh, uh, like uh, what Dr. Anthony is describing is in your hand, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll have sticky uh, joints where, where it'll feel difficult to do this okay you know they also I, lock up they lock up right they thank lock you up. yeah 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 and you guys might think oh look at those two guys he's got a gray beard christmas has got a gray beard of course it's going to be an age-related thing but it's not <laughs> i know young people that are having this happen because of the kundalini not because of you know, age or, or, or any kind of an age-related scenario. So be aware of this. Be aware of this. Uh, people as young as Tamer. Tamer's probably what? In your 30s, right? 20s? 30s? Tamer? I'm 26. 26. So this will happen to you when you're 26. Look at Tamer. Virile young man. He's got that dark beard. He's strong good man strong so this will happen to him not guaranteeing and i, I don't want to make some sort of a prediction that it's you know going to happen specifically to him it'll happen the way his his kundalini wants it to happen for him okay it's happened to me before exactly how ah, you said it. there you go yeah. there you go in both my achilles both my big toes and both my hips oh, like it the hips around. really the hips really yeah. hurt, don't they? The hips are like crazy. Yeah, That's I was like, limping for months, and there was no stretching that would help oh, anything. Oh, God, that is crazy pain. It was really bad. There. Crazy pain. I've had that, too. As a matter of fact, I had one of those hip attacks when I was on top of my RV. And I couldn't get off the roof. It was so bad. I just had to lay there. Yeah, and it comes yeah. it, it comes along randomly. It does. And, yeah, and there's just seemingly nothing that can be done, like no physiotherapist. Not a can... thing. Now I did. Then it goes again. I went. I went in and and because I could get acupuncture, uh, I was I, I had acupuncture done on the hip, and when he stuck the needle in, my entire body was electrified, and I went. Ah! I said, "Pull it out! Pull it out!" He pulled the needles out and he says, I'm sorry. And I said, I said, it wasn't you, <laughs> but the whole needle was like electrified. It was just, God, it was so painful. It was like, you're burning that whole part of your body. And then I had him do it subsequently and cautiously. And I was going, no matter what I do, leave the needle in, leave it in. 
and he left the needle in and uh, it didn't cure it, but it didn't hurt it. Uh, and uh, folks, this is not uncommon. Not uncommon. Alex, pay attention. Um, Tamara, had, pay I've attention. Had, I've actually had all of them. Oh, good, good. So, uh, the most recent, as I said last week, was the um, the right Achilles tendon. Ah, yeah. And I was uh, that was quite painful. And oh, for, yeah. for, for quite a while, uh, like Doctor Anthony, I had what felt like RSI in my wrist. So I had to stop doing press ups like that. Yeah, and, and was doing Using- straight. Using your hip fist. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hip, the big toes. um, I've had it all. um, but You haven't haven't had it all yet. Well, everything you've mentioned, I've I've, I've had. (laughs) But the way I I, I don't, um, physio, chiropractor stuff, anything like that never works for me. No. I, I I cure it very very quickly through breath work and meditation and yeah. some some light um, exercises and stretches that I do. I will it, never suggest anybody go to a chiropractor. Anybody that has Kundalini, don't go to a chiropractor. The Kundalini will straighten out your spine. Well, I used to get from the horse riding. My my pelvis used to tilt. Yeah, I, I used to yeah. get um, l- lower, really bad lower back pain. I bet, I bet from horseback riding. Yeah, um, and I, I used to go for a while to a, a chiropractor who was actually very good, and she was a recce healer, and she she could in one session sort me out for months. <laughs> but um, it was a muscular. I mean, it was a it was a muscular issue, and I, a lot of it was actually through sleep as, as well. Mm. My sleep position mm. was pulling my pelvis out. Well, that's so, also in your mattress too. Your mattress can mess you yeah, up. Yeah, I changed all that and got the old, yeah. you know, the proper um, thing. And basically, ever since, well, for years now, I've never gone to a chiropractor. I do it all myself, just by basic exercises every morning, and I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, I've never gone to one. My my Kundalini won't allow it. Um, yeah. but, this was uh, years ago. This was a long time ago. What 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 you need to do, Alex, in that case is take the saddle off the horse. And have oh, it. I'm not riding now. No. But and have I, it trot. Just have it trot, Olive. <laughs> I I had a. You laugh at this, but I. Uh, <laughs> you think that's a, a funny thing? They it's used painful. To, they used to th- think I was absolutely crazy at the stables because I I had a quite a serious injury uh, one night um, during a Krav Maga training session. I was doing these high kicks and I, my foot slipped off the mast mat and it tore my oh, uh, it tore the oh, inside of my calf muscle oh, i was in no. extreme agony for um, yeah. well best part of a year the physios the first physio made it okay for a better but i still couldn't walk properly that major pain and then they, they gave me another senior physio at a different hospital and she actually buggered my calf up big time so i ended up having to sack her <laughs> Get get a senior physio who agreed with me that all the things that she was telling me to do were actually making it worse. And then it took me another six months to recover. But on the horse side, I had two dogs to walk and a 17, uh, three hands high uh, French Cell Francais sports horse to ride several times a week. 17 hands. Well, wow, that's a big Seven, horse. 17, three. Yeah, he's a, he was a gentle giant. And he... 
I mean, you, you, I couldn't use um, the stirrups because my leg was completely knackered. <laughs> so I, I was literally trotting and galloping around everywhere. Um, without a, four, four without times a, a week with any stirrup, without, either without stirrup. a saddle or with or with no stirrups in the saddle. So they all yeah. thought I was absolutely mad, but it made me a great rider. Sorted my <laughs> every, everything out. <laughs> but yeah, I had a year of ag- absolute agony because of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, well, I've, the the, the Kundalini will will be cyclical with this. Uh, if you've had the hips and the and the and the like uh, like Jordan, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you need to be prepared. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. It hurts like crazy. You can take uh, ibuprofen for it. You can. Um, But I don't want you to take so much so that you start hurting your heart, because you can hurt your heart with ibuprofen too. Um, But you can't. Like, if you have to walk, like, if you have to walk, take some ibuprofen, but you know, they're going to give you wraps. You'll go to, most of you will go to the MD for this. They'll give you wraps. They give you a special wrap on your, on your foot and, 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 and lower calf uh, for the Achilles tendon. If they all stay off it, you know, they, they give you this little push cart that you put your leg up and then you just like hobble around on that. Uh, right, Jolanta? Are you hearing me there? Yeah. And, uh, you can you can it's just you don't have to do anything to damage this this is all kundalini so the rap's not really going to help you you haven't done anything to damage your achilles tendon it's not shredded uh you don't you know unless you did something you know if you did something if yeah yeah you know you you uh hyperextended it or whatever but if you haven't done anything to it and it still starts to go out this is kundalini this is kundalini and the same thing with your hip and as painful as the achilles tendon is the hips even worse and there's nothing you can take for the hip uh, i don't take anything right uh, those you those do it with been... breathing breathing and meditation and that's yeah. a great way to do it yeah 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 those those ibuprofen and everything they rot your gut basically if you keep yeah taking... they're not good they're not they're good. not effective for pain Relief. well well for me they were oh, well, me, they were okay. I, I could i could take that and, and they weren't doing it they won't do anything for me with that it would diminish it yeah so so this is an fyi this is a warning for all of you um it doesn't last a long time it can um i don't know for you anthony i don't know how long it lasted for you like the achilles tendon thing for me maybe lasted two weeks two and a half weeks my my left hand lasted for about six months. Wow, that's and, a long time. And my my right hand has been going on six months plus. So, but the left hand is perfectly good now, right? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no yeah, problem. probably better than it was before. Bad. Yeah, yeah. With with it, when it comes down to the hips, though, wow, you got to be very very careful. You can't like do stretches like Alex is saying. You can't really stretch out of it. I, at least I couldn't. Um, God, it was so painful. And that lasted. If you if you were careful, then you wouldn't 
hurt it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt you, but you'd learn very clearly on what you could and could not do with your hips. Be careful. Um, I yes, went sir. through the hip pain. I went through the hip pain um, a couple years ago after I uh, started with my activation, and it went from one hip to the other. Yeah, it was very, very painful. Very painful. Yeah. Oh, and then my neck. <laughs> Remember that? No. I I had <laughs> such such bad pain in my neck with the compressed vertebrae, and I was getting numb in the right hand. And I went to, um, oh, for spinal decompression and all that, but it didn't help. And I prayed to Kundalini and I, I just said, Boom. look, I'm having such difficulty even meditating or praying because the, the pain was like a 10 out of 10. And uh, I asked yeah. for help. Yeah. One week later, I'm sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I feel this stabbing pain in the back of my neck put my hand back there and it was all wet and it was bleeding oh, i was yeah. stabbed in the back by something and it was bleeding profusely i showed my wife and she she was shocked it looked like a stab wound and i remember i i, I contacted <laughs> you and you said that uh, how's your hand i said you know it's remarkable but i don't have any more pain it, it, it and and you told me it was a releasing wound and it really was it was like a miracle true totally amazing well we are in the land of miracles when it comes to kundalini for sure for sure and you really got to get used to that um she gives me a lot of symptoms and pain and mental anguish and emotional anguish just to let me know the different ways that the kundalini can come in and transform. A lot of the transformation itself will have painful areas. Not all of it. She's showing me 60% uh, of it won't be painful. I just saw a number here. 60% of it won't be painful. 40% of it can be extremely painful. But this also has to do with your karma. What kind of uh, kundalini activation did you have in a past life, if at all? Okay, if you didn't have one in the past life, well, then you're going to go through some of these things. If you did have some, then your equation will be less painful, but still extremely pronounced because she's going to pick up where you left off in that last life. Okay, last life that you had the kundalini. It's not linear, by the way. So if, if you had Kundalini two lives ago, it's not necessarily going to go one, two, three, four. Sometimes it'll go one life and then a three lives later, you know, it'll pick up from where that first one left off. So sorry, advise. Yes, sir. If, if we have Kundalini, will you not 100% have the Kundalini in next life? Yes, yes. Let's let me let me put it this way. You have kundalini now, and you die, and you take the kundalini with you. Now, if you have enough karma built up from previous lives that you have to take another life without the kundalini, you'll still have the kundalini, but she will not 
interrupt your karmic redemption in the life that's there. And if you redeem the karma well enough in that life, boom, she can come right in. Okay. Yeah. Bruno. So, Master, in this kind of cases of Kundalini-related pains, how much is we can, and it's pertinent for us to ask for relief or her help Whoa, dealing with this? It's, it's quite, yes. That's one of the first things you want to do. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't need to get to the point where you're like dying in pain like Dr. Anthony was. And, you know, he has to have a sword stab wound to the neck. All right. No, no, you can start. You can do what Alex does. Okay. You go into a deep meditation and you can ask her for breathing rhythms that will help you deal with that pain. This is what I'm being given right now in this moment because I never did it either. I just went with the pain and I, and I, and I curtailed my movements based upon how the pain was affecting me. Okay. Um, but I just like my third time having Kundalini in a body. So like uh, Trossi just asked, you know, do you have it when you come into the, well, when you have it coming in uh, that way, you have it from birth, your Kundalini is activated at birth and it continues its activation sequences throughout your whole life. So even though you've had it in the past lives, say multiple times, the body itself, this current body, has to be transformed in order to hold the higher frequencies of divinity that's coming in and transforming it. You don't get to stay static. You're not in one place. Okay, you're constantly moving, moving, moving up the ladder. And uh, so this is this is why. <laughs> This is why if you have a teacher like, say, you know, Yogananda or, you know, Ramakrishna, Vivekananda, you know, all, all the greats, right? They're still in process. They didn't, you know, like their the followers will want to say, oh, he's like totally realized. He's, he doesn't have to think about anything anymore. He doesn't have to breathe. He doesn't have to do anything. He just, he's so realized. It's like, no. Eh, wrong. He's still on an evolutionary path. And they'll admit it, too. If you ask them, if you ask them straight up, you know, these really great, they'll say, yeah, 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 we're still developing. <laughs> you just got to, you got to really watch out for the hyperbole, you know, that, that people want to add into it. Um, it can be painful. I mean, typically... The activation sequences are not so painful, but they can be. If you resist, you'll have pain. Okay. If you don't resist, you'll have less pain. Uh, and innocence is, is, a, is a great position to be in. When you're innocent, you don't know that you even have the option to resist. So you just can you kind of have to just go with it, you know, and and you learn not to say anything to anybody about it. 
You don't tell the MD, you don't tell the therapist, you don't tell your parents, you don't tell anybody. You just kind of, eh. Yes, uh, Sarah. I have a question about breathing. Now, Kundalini controls, I want to say, 100% of my breathing. And um, there isn't really a pattern to it. Whatever, uh, however, I have uh, noticed that, especially during meditation, but throughout the day, she controls my breathing and she wants me to breathe less. Completely still, my, my breath is completely still. And I was curious and I looked at, at my watch and I noticed that I only breathe four times in a minute. Yeah. So have you, do you know something about that? Can you elaborate on oh, that? Oh, sure, sure, sure. She will take your breath completely away. You won't breathe. And you won't die. And, and your lungs won't convulse and you won't be going, ah. No, it's it's a natural cessation, and you stay alive. You you stay cogent of what's going on around you, what's happening. You just don't breathe, and it's kind of similar to breathing underwater, except when you're breathing underwater, it feels like air. It feels like air that you're breathing, but when she just takes your breath away there's just this level of stillness in you and your heart rate is the same. Um, I, I'm, I haven't done the test, but I imagine your BP is the same. Uh, this is divine uh, involvement. This is, this is direct divine involvement with you. And this is, this is something to be incredibly grateful for. Okay, this, this is a validation of your kundalini and what, what she's doing with you. In meditation, I noticed exactly that, that at some point she took literally my breath away. Right. And I was still alive. But then my mind set in and I said, oh my God, I'm not breathing, I'm not breathing. And then it was gone. But she right. did take the breath away away it's amazing i feel the stillness and i also posted that on on your facebook group um but i have to tell you and i hope people won't hate me for this i don't feel bliss i don't feel special i don't feel anything but loneliness and stillness and i'm not sure if that is the right path <laughs> Okay. All right. So you don't have to feel bliss like other people do. Look, I'll, I'll admit it straight up. I have to be very, very careful what I say to people about my experiences. You'll notice I don't talk that much about myself. Okay. I don't write that much about myself because the things that go on with me just do not fit into the reality uh that i'm living in right here in this moment 
Okay, so so I tend not to talk about it because there's no point. You know, people are going to deny it simply because it doesn't fit in with their reality. Okay, so I don't hate you for 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 you don't have to have bliss. That doesn't mean that bliss won't be coming for you. It just means at this point in your equation, bliss is not required. Trust and faith are required. And when you're when you're developing trust and faith, you you can't know the answers. You will not be allowed to know the answers. Otherwise, there's no reason to have trust or faith, right? So for you, I think you're right on target. I think things are going perfectly for you. Perfectly. And when she stops the breath, quiet your ego mind and just go about your business. And plus, you know, you live in, in the Los Angeles area. And so, you know, the smog's pretty thick. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> You're not breathing in all that, all that sulfur and nitric oxide and all that stuff. So, so, uh, yeah. Uh, but you live in, you were living in San Pedro, right? San Pedro. It was, it was Long Beach. Long Beach, Long Beach. So you've, have you moved away from there? Or are you still there? No, I'm in, I'm in uh, Los Angeles now. So you went inland, right? Where the pollution's heavier. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Pollution is heavier, but also the more job opportunities for me. True, true enough, mm -hmm. true enough, true enough. So I think things are working well for you, Sarah. I, I, I don't think you have any reason for concern. And your equation is not going to be the same as Jolanta's equation or Magali's equation or Alexander's equation. There will be similarity. You know, some sometime their breath may be taken away and they'll be going, oh, Sarah talked about this. So they don't have to go into fear over it. This is the natural, normal part of the process. Can I, can I just add a comment for Sarah? Of course. So, I mean, I've, I've had and continue to have tons of Kundalini symptoms, but I, I like you, I've, I've never um, experienced the bliss. I think the, the closest I came was a, a, a few months ago when I had this sort of chakra activation, this whole chakra whole body and um crown activation and it was a healing thing that just felt wonderful but i've never never felt the bliss side of things and on the breathing um that happens to me in the deep meditations too i i can sometimes i will i'll just let my breath out and it'll it'll my body won't require breathing for a minute sometimes even a bit more and at first i used uh, the ego <laughs> bit used to worry about it and and kick in but now if you completely relax and surrender it, it you, your body will breathe when you need to breathe your kundalini will make sure you breathe when you need to breathe so i wouldn't worry thank so you thank you for your input i was going to say you know, speaking speaking on on the land of miracles, right? 
um, it will protect you in, in many different ways. Um, in, in here in this part of California, we have land tortoises, turtles that are that are like, you know, they walk on land, you know, they do their turtle things, right? What a tortoise does. But they're kind of endangered. And so I was driving on a hillside in a company van. And uh, I was going kind of fast, like 40, 45 miles an hour. And boom, all of a sudden, I see this land tortoise right there. And I had to swerve to miss it. But that swerve took me right into an oak tree head on. And the oak tree didn't bend. But the van did. Okay. And this is what the van looked like. There's the windshield. So it just kind of wrapped itself around the oak tree. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't have a scratch on me. And I shouldn't have survived it, according to the CH, to the to the law enforcement people. Okay. She will protect you. Now, if I'm robbing a bank, she may not protect me. <laughs> so you have to add in, you know, what activity you were doing. I was swerving a turtle. I was swerving one of God's children. And I went into the, to the oak tree. It didn't hurt the oak tree at all, really. Uh, it just hurt the van, and, and, and I lost my job because of that. <laughs> But anyway, so that's just something to 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 think about. Okay, Master. Yes. Um, I I'm feeling the urge to ask when you you guys were saying talking about the, the things in the Achilles heel, the feet area, things like that. I remember um, that I didn't get to ask you about at the beginning of the year, right after that. A fasting retreat that I did, uh, the Kundalini was very active, a lot of different uh, sensations and experiences. That there is one that stuck to me that one night when I was sleeping, I woke up in the middle of the night feeling these very intense burning sensations at the sole of the feet, really burning, almost like. Uh, really fire or even acid burning, uh, really, really uh, not pleasant, but it, it felt like it was something Kundalini related, but I never managed to ask you about it. That would be Kundalini related. What foot was it? Both. Both feet? That's yes. very good. That's all good. That's the thing you want to do with that is you want to take off shoes and socks and step on step on bare soil. Mm. That's the thing you want to do. Uh oh, it says my internet is unstable. Can you still hear me? The last thing that you say got cut out. Uh, bare feet on bare soil will help that. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you. Okay. Uh, so Trosty is is asking a question. Is there going to be camping in California? Uh, that might be in Nevada because Lake Tahoe is in both California and Nevada. So if you guys want to come to Lake Tahoe, if I get enough interest, I will set it up. Okay, I will. And I want it to be a campground. I don't want to go to a motel or a hotel. You guys can gamble there all you want, but but I, I want to do the camping, not the, you know, not the, I want to be right as close to the lake so that in the morning we can we can take a dip in the icy cold waters of Lake Tahoe. And I know Magali loves these and and uh, Julia loves the cold temperatures. They really feel drawn to that. <laughs> so yeah, so so this is uh uh June 25th, 2023, 1:49 p.m. here in California. If you have an interest and you have the ways and the means to get uh to California, I will set this up. It will be a done deal. But I need you guys to before I start spending money on it, which I don't have a lot of, then I need uh, certain assurances that people are going to come. Okay. Can we yeah. have it in the first week of September? So soon? Yeah, we could. Kind of soon. Because I know Jordan was uh, was working or something in late August. Um. Oh yeah, that was, uh, late August was mentioned before, but I couldn't get it off work. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, we could we could have it in September. September it's still pretty warm over there. So yeah, yeah, you could you could sleep there. Brilliant. So yeah, anyway, uh, contact me or contact Julia, and uh, you know if people are interested, then then we'll set it up. I have a six person tent that uh that i can use uh anywhere basically it's, and i've used it it works um i'll uh, alex you can bring your dog if you want um we'll probably have ishta there so hopefully they'll like each other um but yeah yeah you, you anybody that wants to do this so so there you go sarah has a four-person tent so there you go there you go I just like to be able to stand up in the tent. That's why I have a six-person one. I like hunching over all the time, you know. Uh, okay, so let's see. So there's that. So any other questions that you might have about your kundalini? Just one question oh. about the trip. Uh, is the um, vaccination uh, thing not required anymore? To the States? Well, you know, they didn't ask me. When I was flying out of Switzerland, um, I went up, you know, to check in my bags and all that. And uh, they were asking other people. But they said, oh, we're not supposed to ask Americans. <laughs> so I don't know how it is for, for, for say, Bruno, you coming in. I know you have to have a, a, a visa. And I know your visa is good for 10 years. Um, but I don't know if you have to be vaccinated. If they're going to ask for a vaccination, we're not going to do it because I don't want you guys getting vaccinated. Yes, Magali. Um, I I heard uh, back in, back in May 
on the on the radio in France, they did say that now in you can travel to to the US. You don't they're not asking for the vaccine anymore. That's what they said back in May. So Okay. Well that's not too long ago. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Magali. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, so I you know, I don't want anybody to get a vaccine. And here's the other thing. Uh Julia just sent me a a link saying that they've they they are now growing chicken in tanks. So they're used they're taking chicken flesh and they're growing it in tanks and they can add the vaccine to it. And they can also add the vaccine to lettuce and to vegetables. So you got to really look at your organic foods as much as you can. And if you have a piece of land, like, you know, Alex lives out there near Sherwood Forest. He probably has the ability to grow a garden, right? If you have, no. <laughs> if you do have the ability to grow a garden, start growing it. You know, I'm growing my own basil out front. I have basil now. I have rosemary now. I have some things that I that I can grow, and I can start growing things anytime. California's got really good growing opportunities, uh, and I suggest you start doing it. Really strongly suggest. Also, start saving your food, but I don't want to get into that unless you guys want to get into that. Okay. Oh, yeah, so I was just going to ask um, about something. Um, I said before that I have um, a trapped energy in my body, and um, it's kind of like um, it's actually like really, really, really debilitating. Like um, it just like actually consumes me. Like where? Like, where is it trapped? It's like um, inside my like. Uh, it's kind of like it's quite hard to explain. Like it's almost like. Um, as if it's like there's like a layer beneath which is like inside of or something, and um, it, I don't think uh, anything's. I haven't looked. I've looked at you, and I don't see anything trapped there. I think that you're responding to uh, physical stimulus that you're not used to responding to, and it and just like tamer, you know, it's 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 something that because you're not used to it, it feels wrong. Feels wrong to you, but it's like um, I've been like dealing with it for like a few years now. Like and the only time I ever um, like kind of healed from it, like temporarily, was when like I drank ayahuasca and I, I vomited out. Some, it was like almost like giving birth. Like and this huge, like massive energy came out of my body, and then that I was fully healed for about like th four or five months, and then it came back. But. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't heal it. You just relieved the symptom for a time. Um, how's the shakti pot affecting you? Um, so I feel it, but like this is actually blocking, like um, it moving fully in my body, the trapped energy. So um, um, I was just wondering, like, if uh, can you can you can you lower your camera so we can see your yeah. face? So like a group um, prayer or something to help me because it's like it's so. Debilitating, like I, I can't function properly, like with with what I have with this issue. Just a second. It reminds me of uh, that song that Alexander reminded me of uh, the last time we spoke about it. Um, take your hand 
like this, right? And do your do your chest compression like this. And as you're doing that, sing. I give myself to my kundalini and sing it. I give myself to my kundalini. I give myself to my kundalini. Sing it over and over and over. Let the sound out. Okay. All right. Give it a try. Um, you don't have to do it now, but I mean, you can do it when you're by yourself, but actually do it. And don't just do it for 30 seconds and go, oh, that didn't work. You know, this is not McDonald's Kundalini here. Okay, this is something, this is not designed for instant gratification. This is something that you have to work at. Okay. Do it at least three times a day for nine days. And each session, let each session last for at least three minutes. That's the least three minutes. Okay. Make sure you do it in front of your mom so she knows that you're really nuts. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to do it in front of your mom. All right. All right. Thank you, Tim. You're welcome, sir. Let's let's see how that works. Um and Bruno says regarding the uh, the uh, the trip to California, you better check with your airline. Check with your airline. Bring a tent. Now I have some extra tents here, but bring a tent if you can. Okay, bring a tent, and bring a sleeping bag if you if you can't get a sleeping bag, we'll get you a cheap sleeping bag. You won't need anything really warm typically in September. If we would do it, if we were to do it in September, I do want to do it in months where where it's warm uh, when magali and, and 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 christina were out here that was what august magali was that august so everybody's swimming they're out taking in the sun swimming the whole bit so and it's really beautiful lake tahoe it's just the weirdest water it's so the energy is so intense it really is intense. I'd strongly recommend it. Oh, and just to make things more comfortable for you, there is a known lake monster in Lake Tahoe. Okay. They call her Tessie. And the law enforcement knows about it. The The postal people know about it. Everybody knows about it. The Indians. The Indians knew about it for a long time. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Just so you feel comfortable out there in that black water that's like 1,800 feet deep. Just, you know, just to make you comfortable. <laughs> when you're swimming in it, though, I mean, it's just so clear, so beautiful. So, you know, and, and you definitely want to bring clear swimming goggles so you can really, really take advantage of the clarity of the water and to see the tiny little fish that are out there and all the different things. So, so definitely uh, if, if you're going to come out here, definitely get ready to swim. Uh, let's see. Claudia says, she says, yes, I also know in USA 
not any more vaccine required to enter. There you go. Okay. She's got her kids out here in Santa Cruz, I think. So she knows. So yeah, I didn't have to take it. Uh, and, and, and I don't think, uh, I don't think Julia, did you have to take it when you came out? No, no. Okay. So there you go. There you go. And then after we do Lake Tahoe, I think we should just converge on Dr. Anthony's place in, in Texas. <laughs> Help him with his, with his uh, building over there. <laughs> Clear it out. All right. Questions, comments, concerns about your equation, your Kundalini equation. Let me know. Let me hear it right now. So the different societies are, are in different magnitudes of change. I want you to prepare yourself for the coming times that are not going to be as easy as they have been. Ever since I was born on this world, I've lived in a country that's peaceful. You know, if you if you excuse Vietnam and Iraq and Iran, uh, but you, <laughs> I know Alex laughs, um, but it, we haven't had anybody attacking our soil, and neither has England or or um, not since 1960. Okay, so we've lived in virtual peace for 70 years. Okay. So things are starting to come to a head with that. Things are starting to change. Um, the, shall we say, the diabolical forces, and I mean that with the exact meaning of that word, diabolical. The diabolical sources have prepared enough that they're starting to come together to, to affect the general population, which you know they want to get rid of. So... Be, be advised of that. Uh, get out of the cities if you can get out. Get into the countryside. Learn to live in the desert. You know, like Sarah. Sarah's down there. She's in the middle of Los Angeles. Okay. I would, if she could, if, she, if you can possibly do it, I would move east. I would go into the, into the desert regions or into the Sierra Madre or somewhere that is not going to be so difficult as Los Angeles or San Francisco or Denver or Houston is going to be. These large cities will not be where you want to be. Okay. I have to warn you of this. I'm, this is something that is happening. This is something that's occurring right now. If you're in England, you don't want to be anywhere near London or Manchester or any of the big cities. Okay. To be honest, um, if you're in if you're in England and we yes. end up in, in, with a war with Russia, with I mean, one torpedo could literally turn the whole of the UK into a swamp with their with the weapons yeah. that they've got. Yeah, so, one 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 and torpedo. Our, and our government seems hell bent on poking the bear at every opportunity, even though we've got no army left and no navy left and our air force is crap. <laughs> it's just they've gone mad. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. So this is the new world that we're living in, okay? You've got to protect the kundalini within you. You've got to take responsibility for holding the divine contract in place within you. That means taking care of yourself. That means uh, moving. If you need, if, if she wants you to move, she'll tell you. You'll feel it. 
but you've got to stop letting your ego override it. Okay? Seriously. And I'm talking to you listening on the podcast right now. You've got to not let your ego override it. My landlord came up to me today. And she said, are you ready to go? And I said, what do you mean? She said, we're moving. I'm moving. Now, you know, and we started talking about uh, permits for moving my trailer and putting a wooden structure over it because we're moving into the wilderness areas where there's a lot of snow. So this is this is a this is a real deal, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to start making your plans. Okay. Heavily dense populated areas are not where you're going to want to be. 15-minute cities are not where you're going to want to be. You need to get away from the populations. And I don't care if you do it in Brazil or you know, South America's good for some of these things. Canada, maybe. I mean, if you get far enough away from Trudeau's government, Jesus. Um, but the states, states aren't going to be much better, except that we have we have still uh, unsettled areas here where uh, you could actually go and and live for a while. And I'm going to suggest that you don't live on the surface of the world. <laughs> It's terrible. I'm going to suggest that you go underground or underwater. Okay. I'm going to suggest that, that if you can get a piece of land and you can like, they, they have something called a wine cave that they use out here in Sonoma County, California. And a wine cave is this like this, this tunnel that goes deep into the mountain. And you have to go deep enough so that the wine is at a constant temperature of 58 degrees, okay? And I suggest you build yourself a nice little wine cave and put wood panels on the walls and and, uh, and put a floor in there and make it a nice little home for yourself because, and camouflage it so that people don't know you're there. That's just it's a terrible thing that I'm saying. And I'm not trying to, to 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 poke fear at you i'm just saying that it's it's better to live closer to nature than in a in a in a metropolitan environment environment for your kundalini so let's just make it all about the kundalini okay it's better and healthier for your kundalini to live away from populated centers of commerce or whatever what have you you know, Dr. Anthony, he lives in a tiny little town in West Texas. Wild as the West Texas wind. <laughs> so, and he's got an AK-47, which I, you know, I admire him for that. I want to get one. But anyway, start making your plans. Jennifer, I believe, is living in Colorado. So she's got a, you know, she's in the Mile High area there. Uh, Bruno, you need to be looking away from Sao Paulo. Um, any of you that live near a large do it, then 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 don't don't stress yourself over it. Don't stress yourself over it, okay? How is how is that? Uh, because you and Julia live in the caravan. 
Are you traveling around California or? Well, well, Julia lives in the caravan. Yes, she does. That's that's her home. I visit. Yeah. I visit the caravan. Okay. Oh, I thought you had like three caravans, really. I do. I have. I have the Dolphin. I have the Spartan. Actually, I have two. Two that two. that that are usable. Um. So yeah. So she's got that one, and I've got the other one, so to say. Because she needs her space, you know. She's 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 a Hungarian woman, and you know, <laughs> get angry. If they get angry, you just you, you can't. You you want to be careful. They're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep her from getting a weapon. <laughs> but everything becomes a weapon. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, she's actually quite evolved and quite advanced and extremely mm -hmm. smart. Um, I, I find her presence here to be a real blessing, a real blessing, as would any of you. Yeah, I'm Either. just... Yeah, I'm just thinking like how fun it are uh, if you can travel around in the car on, around the Well, night. we do. We we travel around in the car. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. on Tuesday, we're going to be traveling uh, towards Lake Tahoe. And then we're going <coughs> to we're going to make a hard left and we're going to take the back, the, the east side Sierra roads mm -hmm. all the way up to past Mount Shasta just to see where we can locate the trailer. You know, because even Santa Rosa, as small as it is, Santa Rosa's got a, I think, one hundred fifty-seven thousand people. As small as it is, I mean, it's just, it's it's in the middle of this woke zone. I mean, you know, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> it's it's in the middle of the woke zone and. Highly, highly vaccinated, and you know the the government really is is compressing its control on the population. Um, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to stay here. I have a trailer. I mean, I can move, baby. So I can take my home with me, just like a turtle. And. Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. So, so Julia's home will go. My home will go, and uh, we'll land somewhere. But, but this next Tuesday, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna start looking. Uh, Jennifer says she's in Florida. The whole state may be becoming a fifteen-minute city. <laughs> Everyone is still moving to Florida. Florida's great. I love Florida. <laughs> I mean, if you have AC, it's really good. But <laughs> if you don't have AC, it can be really harsh. AC is uh, air conditioning. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, protect your Kundalini contract. Con protect that connection that you have. Protect it. Don't go with what your ego likes. Like, you know, you know, uh, you know, if you live in 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 uh Hollywood, you know, and you're like, oh, I want to be near the 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 stars and 
the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the Miracle Mile. And I just want to, you know, no, 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 no. You don't need to be there. You know, it's just, you don't need to be there. Uh, and, and, and so it's so important for you to stay on this world with your kundalini. It's important to this world. You matter to this world. And it's important that you realize that. Okay. And so if, yeah, if, if you're on, if you're in England and you've got an opportunity to go somewhere else, you know, make that plan B. Make that plan B. I know, and I only say England because England has a real history of repression on its citizenry. You know, the the cameras at every corner, the, the cameras in the... What? It's going mad. It's getting right. horrendous right. now. They've just introduced right. a law banning all, all, basically all protests. So our, <laughs> right. our, our inalienable right to protest and withdraw our labour essentially right. been um you know it's becoming a police state officially i mean it has been the, for a while but the united states may follow suit with that uh too i mean yeah, but you've really... got guns and you can actually defend yourselves i mean they, they took yeah. guns away years ago so um so yeah guns? it's it's, it's getting really bad that they're, they're going mad on just introduced a new um geospatial uh, strategy 2030 so basically yeah. everywhere is going to be under surveillance and everyone's going to be tracked right the, the right. biosecurity um and um biotechnology industries uh, you know they're pushing for britain to be the world's leading idiots doing that um, wef yeah. yeah, I mean, if, yeah. it's all the, the 15 minute cities where they just want everyone to be to not go beyond 15 minutes <laughs> out of so the cities. Sarah, if they do, they're going to get fined. Sarah Olivka, she gave, uh, Magali asked, uh, you know, what's a 15 minute city? And, and Sarah gave a really good answer. She said, the 15 minute city is an urban planning concept in which most daily necessities and services, such as work, shopping, education, healthcare, and leisure, can be easily reached by a 15-minute walk or bike ride from any point in the city. Okay, yeah, but they're so not doing that. They're not building the infrastructure to do that. They're building the infrastructure to digitally keep people into those areas without that infrastructure. Right. And to find them massive amounts of money if they go out, they're only right. in and out. Allowed. So basically, it's a digital prison at the moment. It's a, <laughs> it's a prison, a, a, a prison city. That's right. That's right. So, so leave these cities. Leave the cities. Find another. Get a trailer. I think RV living is great. I've I've, I've lived in in brick and mortar houses. I've lived many of those. Okay, I used to manage properties. And I'll tell you straight up right now, living in a in a in a mobile unit is so nice because you can change the scenery outside anytime you want, but the home that you're used to living room is always there. It's always there. Your kitchen is always as you like it. Your bathroom is always as you like it. Okay. And it's a really good thing. And and uh if there's some of you here in the States that want to move into uh a trailer i have an extra trailer that i'll be willing to to help you move into 
a lot of people like it you know a lot of people like these things and and uh so think about that this goes for everybody who's listening on the podcast okay really start to take care of your health your food your water and your your surroundings you're going to be judged by your social media contact as well and trusty says master christian the white light that flashes for one second or so and goes away is that kundalini telling you something yes yes it is <laughs> indeed indeed it is okay all right so so be ready for some changes the, the same changes not the same but similar changes uh have happened cyclically over the years. Okay, this isn't a new thing. 70 years ago, we had the Nazi regime trying to take over the world, okay? 70 years before that, we had some other war that was going on that was, that was you know, threatening uh, civilization. So this is going to continue to happen. You have to be flexible enough to bend with that wind and to protect yourself. You need to protect yourself. You need to embrace change. If Kundalini teaches us anything, it is the necessity to embrace change. And that's internal changes inside our body and internal changes or external changes outside of our body. And these are some really healthy changes, like you know, getting to know what herbs and 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 uh, plants are edible and useful for medicinal and and consumptive purposes. Okay, learning about the environment. Did you know that you can, <laughs> to quote an old commercial, you can eat a pine tree. Okay, there's nutritious. The new needles from a pine tree contain vitamin C, which you cannot get. Your body doesn't produce it. A dog's body will produce its own vitamin C, but a human body does not. So you have to eat the pine needles. There are certain grasses that are full of vitamin Cs and nutrients. You need to learn these things. You don't get to just go to the fridge and eat stuff out of a bowl like Jordan's doing right now. <laughs> you can't, you know, but you'll be able to have stuff You'll be able to have stuff. You can eat it, you know, uh, out of a bowl. Uh, Julia made a really tasty dish last night, uh, shepherd's pie, and she used, you know, all natural ingredients. She made it from scratch, and she allowed me to have some, but very little bit. She allowed me to have some. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, take care of yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to survive. I want you to survive these coming changes. Uh, and uh, I want you to survive healthy. I don't want you to become a lab experiment for some government that wants to see what happens when they do this to you or that to you. Okay. I want you free to have your Kundalini. And I want you to work for that freedom. I don't want you to just sit back in your easy chair in your 15-minute city and go, okay, Kundalini, change me, I'm ready. Because you have to participate in this change. 
And if you want to come and, and meet other Kundalini people in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, then I suggest that we really do this. Uh, really, really, really do this. Don't just fritter it away and think, oh, you know, I got to go to work. I, <laughs> I have to go to the petrol station on Tuesday. You know, things of that nature. Get out of your mundane day-to-day survival mode of living life and if they give you any vacation if you can arrange to have some vacation some holiday time and i know the nordic nordic countries are really good for that they'll give you nordic countries will give you money for doing nothing okay because because their taxation rate is so high and they make sure they take care of their populations a lot better than some of the some of the other uh, countries do certainly the united states so if you can arrange to, to, to take some time and take a flight, hop a jet over here, like Trosty, you know, he's part of the jet set. You know, he's just like, oh, I'll go to Spain. I'll live in Spain. And then, oh, I think maybe I'm going to go to uh, Topanga Canyon, United States. I got a friend over there, you know, that type of thing. So <laughs> I would yeah. love to stay, stay for maybe a few months with you and Julia. In Carolina. Uh, you're you're more than welcome to, my friend. Yeah. Look at Julia says thumbs up, and she's so tired of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's do it. Let's dance on this. Let's not just talk about it. That goes for you and the podcast as well. You can reach Julia Galfi on Facebook. You can reach me on Facebook, Chris Mitchell. Uh, and uh, contact us and, and uh, let us know your feelings. Uh, let us know what you can do. Let us know about your kundalini. Don't be afraid. Julia is in the process of putting out this really, really nice magazine, uh, Kundalini Times. And uh, she's been working night and day on it really hard. And it's, it's, it's a really great resource for people to have. And she just left the screen. There we are. So uh, she's also, you know, she works really hard to coordinate a lot of the different activities that we have going on. So, you know, uh, a, a real load of thanks to her uh, and her organizational skills. Um, she wants me to remind you to buy the book. If you haven't bought the book, then you need to buy the book. Wild Kundalini or... We swim in the sun, Kundalini. There's also notebooks that Julia's designed, uh, Kundalini notebooks, so that you can kind of keep track of your dreams or keep track of your practice. And I suggest that you 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 partake of those. She, you know, she is the reason all of this is happening. And so I want you to honor her efforts and spend the very little money that it costs and uh, start recognizing your kundalini on external physical material levels okay start doing that um she also mentioned that the gathering we might want to have some sort of a seminar type of a thing at the gathering and we can but most of the money that i want you to spend i want you to spend on getting yourself there you know and and participating you know with the food i mean i know julia loves to cook and i know other people love to cook and so you know uh, 
let's let's get people going uh thank you alex that's nice of you to say uh so make the donations if you want us to to survive here because this is what we do this is all we do so make the donations you can go to uh chris mitchell 369 at, at yahoo.com uh in the paypal window if you want to make a donation um we'll be having a full moon shakti pot coming up and so uh participate in that if you wish uh, right now we're in the middle of the 25-day Shaktipad, tonight will be the th the uh, sixth, sixth chakra stimulation. And then uh, the last nine days after the seventh chakra will be putting it all together. And so make sure that you do your practices after this week here, after I'm finished with the seventh chakra. So any questions, comments, concerns anybody has? Julia, did you did I did I mention everything that you suggested I mention? Yes, okay. Anybody have any other announcements? Okay, all right. Well then, I want to say have a beautiful, beautiful evening, my friends. And it's been a pleasure talking with you for these two hours, <laughs> two and a half hours. You know, and uh, just have a great, great night there in Europe. Have a beautiful afternoon for those of you on the West Coast of the United States. Uh, have a great evening. Dr. Anthony, thank you for all of your questions and all of your interesting experiences. And let's get together again next Sunday. See you soon.